0: Hi everybody and welcome to Restoring the Farmstead podcast. I'm Larry and I am joined with the lovely Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) We are a little bit late uh, with our goal of having the podcast on the first Sunday of the month being we are now on the last Saturday of the month.
1: (laughs) Hey, At least we're here. (laughs) We are here. It's been a busy month though it has been it really has been just um keeping up with the farm stuff and then of course being home and doing the schooling with the grandchildren yeah
0: yeah. all the the virus stuff with the schools the school has been when did they do you remember when yes
1: it was friday march
0: 13th and that's when the kids came home Uh and uh then it was uh, the school was for a couple of weeks was like yeah you can you don't have to but then it turned into something longer and, and Dawn became the school mum. School, school grandmum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we went from well, anywhere from just one grandchild to four grandchildren, depending on who was working and who was staying. And so that kept us pretty busy.
0: Yep. And uh trying to motivate uh, the kids at times. Sometimes they did really well, and sometimes they had a challenge trying I, to do schoolwork.
1: I think most of the time it went pretty good, actually. I mean, there was some days, yes. Towards the end, it was getting more difficult, but I think for the most part, I think they did they did pretty well, yeah.
0: And uh, I have been around the homestead a lot more. Yes. Uh, working from home. I'm trying to remember when I, I don't even know if I wrote down when I came Home, but I've been working from home, doing all my counseling over the phone or video connection. Uh, it's been—I I think, think five
1: or six weeks now.
0: It's—it's it's either this was this past week was the fifth week or it was the sixth week. Yeah, I can't remember, but it's—it's yes. uh, uh, it's been good. It's been good. You yeah. know, I can. In between sessions, I can step out on the deck if I want to, or if there's something going, you know, something's happened, I can, you know, try to get it resolved Uh you know, like over the lunch break i'm my commute is real short
1: <laughs> <laughs> and your and your your work attire isn't always totally appropriate either not inappropriate but not appropriate, as in like pajama pants and a and a straw hat and a t shirt one day I think i saw yes
0: yes that was uh that or, was not with my clients though that a, was
1: uh <laughs> right, or a nice shirt and a pair of shorts <laughs> yes
0: that's that's more of what it is. Uh, if I'm doing video, I just have my nice shirt on, and and uh, we'll just leave it there.
1: <laughs> and you have shorts on. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Oh, but Yeah. Well, for our updates today on the old farmstead here, um, just a real fast one, uh, our big, big yard got mowed yesterday.
1: Yes, the hay. Our yeah.
0: neighbor, uh, the Figgins, uh, they manage our hay, and we have um, between our yard of the new house and the farmstead we have a hayfield and we've got uh, two other spots where we've got a hayfield on the 20 acres and then we have waterways on mom's ground that we uh, have mowed but yeah uh, they were out there and mowed it and it's now drying, and we got a great week for doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be sunny with no rain all week, and Yay. getting up into the 80s. So, it's nice. You know, the, the neighbor comes over and mows our big yard. Yes. So, yeah. but uh, our two themes we kind of want to talk about today is give an animal update, mm-hmm. and then uh, the uh, the theme of a place for everything. So, let's jump into our animals. All right. Why don't well, you start?
1: We have uh, the the baby goats and um, they 're all uh, doing well. We end up having eight all together, and uh, five girl no yeah, five girls and three boys, and they 're all growing well, and they 're all loud like their mama 's holy cow. You go over there, and all of them start crying screaming and crying and carrying on. And so, um, but uh, we're coming to the end of this phase because in about two weeks, they're going to be uh, heading to their new homes. We, we've we decided to keep one of them, uh, Ray, we call her. Her mm-hmm. mama's name is Shadow. And we've decided to keep her, but uh, the other seven will be going uh, to other homes. Uh, there's one farm that's taken the four girls. And there's one farm that's taken the three boys. I thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. how they're going like that. But uh, so we've had lots of fun with them. The grandchildren have had lots of fun with them. Um, They've done so well. Um, I'm really pleased how these Kikos, they take care of their babies. There's been little to no problems. We had one little baby head stuck for a little moment. Oh, Um, my
0: gosh, yes. Screaming blood. That was Corona.
1: yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, and she was trying to get her head through the fence to get that blade of grass that looks so good over there and unfortunately she got her head stuck. Thankfully, we were in the area and we heard her and we were able to get her out, but other than that, they they have I'm really pleased with the Kikos how they take care of their young and they They've taught them well, and they've, like I said, taught them well. They're they scream. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever hear screaming goats, they have to be Kikos. Holy cow! These goats are loud. Yeah.
0: Those those videos of screaming goats are all fun until you have sixteen in one pen. Oh my gosh, yes. And it's
1: I don't even understand because then we have two Kiko bucks that they'll talk to us, but they're nothing, nothing like these this group of goats. They're just hilarious. So so then after the babies leave, then mamas will be moved all together back into their summer pen. And that will be an interesting new pecking order of what's gonna go on in there because <clears throat> unfortunately with Two weeks ago, I think now, we had an uh, unfortunate accident. And Freak our, accident. Yes, it was just really unfortunate. And uh, our herd queen was killed. Um, she liked to chance the electric fence on a regular basis. We were always fighting with her going through the electric fence. And not sure exactly what happened to her, but uh, she somehow got caught on the electric
0: fence. and Like on li- one of the little wires that when you're attaching it and crimping and stuff like that a little wire tag sticking out and it wasn't on the goat side of the fence Mm -mm. it was on the side that they're not supposed to be
1: and it, it somehow she must have been sticking her head through and got zapped or something and when she pulled back that little wire went into her mouth stuck so the poor goat was getting zapped in her head area and we uh did you know we did first aid care on her cleaned her up um Gave her P- not yeah, P- yeah P- P- uh, Gatorade. Gatorade. Gatorade to try to because she was going into shock. And when we left her in the evening, because it happened about eight o'clock at night, and about two hours later when we left her, she seemed to be calm. She still wasn't acting herself, but no, she seemed she was, to be. Calm. She
0: was in. She was in like a, a cognitive stunned state.
1: Yeah, she seemed to be calm. So we figured in the morning we were going to take her to the vet if she wasn't any better and. In the morning, um, she was laying there, and
0: she was worse.
1: She was worse, and so I rushed her to the vet. And unfortunately, she didn't make it to the vet, and so I'm kind of sad that we lost her. Um, So it will be interesting when we bring these (coughs) Kiko mamas in, because there'll be a new pecking order as to who's (laughs) going to take care of the herd, because she was kind of it. Well, between her and Waddles.
0: Yeah, Wattles. those those two were the dominant yeah, ones, and, and so Waddles so, is one of the Kikos.
1: Yeah, and I haven't really seen anybody step up yet in the area where she was at, so I'm not sure who's taken her spot yet, so maybe when they'll be two weeks, Waddles will just walk in and we'll be fine, I don't yeah. know. We'll see how that goes, though, because uh, there's always... An interesting pecking order whenever you reintroduce goes back into the herd. Oh, yeah. No matter who it is and how long they've been gone, it's always a whole new pecking order again.
0: It's like (laughs) an election.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's not go there. (laughs) (coughs) Okay.
0: And let's see. We also, we did finish our pen behind the pond Mm -hmm. in this brushy wooded area that has not had anything in it since my grandpa had cattle in it 50 years ago or more and so we've got the fence up and we moved the bucks actually you and two of the grandkids moved yeah, the we bucks
1: moved, yeah we moved the six bucks over there it was funny because the two fainting bucks <laughs> they weren't very cooperative so the grandchildren and i came up with a scheme and we really needed a pitcher. Because we have a little tractor, little tractor with a little wagon behind it, and we picked up those two bucks and we stuck them in the wagon. And one grandchild drove the tractor across the field while the other grandchild and I were holding on to the bucks so they got a ride across the field in the wagon (laughs) because they weren't having it. They did not want to go across that field, and pulling a goat across the field is not fun. But now that they're there, They've really enjoyed it. I mean, they have been eaten to their little hearts' content. I think the first day they ate and ate and ate, and the second day they just laid and chewed their cud all day. <laughs> I don't think they did anything else, but but I think they've really enjoyed it there. They mm-hmm. they're looking um, very happy over there.
0: Yeah, so those they've got they've got. They've got a, I mean, it's a good size area and it's really really thick with brush, but you can see where they go because there's a lot of saplings and. You know, the saplings had leaves all the way up and down because they were just growing wild with no pruning. And now they are definitely pruned up to a certain height.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the taller bucks are starting to get up on their hind legs to try to reach those saplings. It's pretty funny.
0: Well, you were saying that Odin, Uh uh, one of the Kikos, he pushed down a tree and kind of stood over it. Mm-hmm. And so he's eating on it. And then Skeeter, one of our short pygmies, was eating the tops because he can't reach that high. Well,
1: and it's funny because when he pushed it down, he pushed it down on top of Skeeter. And so he was, Skeeter was kind of holding it and eating the leaves that was had fallen in front of him kind of. Well, yeah, it was pretty comical. The whole thing was pretty comical. But, yeah, they've really enjoyed it there. And then they'll stay there till winter. And winter will bring them back into their winter pen, which is... Well,
0: back up to the farms, closer to the farmstead yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's see. Had a, uh, a a little bit of a bee update. Um, I had one hive that fully made it out of winter and had the bee inspector out probably about a month ago. And, uh, and we could not find a queen. And uh, there was a lot of uh, small hive beetle kind of running wild in there. And, uh, I was looking to try to get a local queen and there just wasn't anything going. So I do have a, um, a, uh, a nucleus hive that's being, uh, developed by one of my friends, uh, Dave from the bee club. And so I need to give him a call and see about getting that. Uh, and then, uh, uh, but then we had an unexpected surprise last Sunday morning, got a call uh, from a family uh, in one of the subdivisions just outside of Effingham, and they had a bee swarm hanging on a small blueberry bush. So I ran over there quickly and uh, captured that, put a video out on my Facebook page, did a, a Facebook Live, and we now have that one. I need to give it some sugar water. I need to pick up some sugar from the... Or, or, if you can pick a thank you, put that on your Walmart list <laughs> um, and get some more sugar water out there. I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff blooming, but you know, with them being a new one, I want to get the sugar water going, and I want to check on them today also, since it's this is day seven uh, that they've been in there. But I'm excited because I've got a a, a hive that uh, they're they're in there, they're doing good. They've gone through a half a gallon of sugar water already. Uh, so uh, that's good. I want to see how they're doing in there. And then when we get the other the other uh, nucleus hive, that'll be really good too. So w- then we'll be back up to two strong ones, and we'll just see what the status is of the, the dying hive and uh, whether we can just move bees or what we'll do. But that's the update on the bees because we didn't get any honey last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think we'll probably get any honey off of these. I want to just build them up strong and possibly, you know, do a split if they get strong enough. Uh and then we've okay. got a a thing happening with a little chick. Well, that
1: little chick is she's a chicken, she's a year old. Well, probably almost yeah. close to a close year. Close to
0: a year old, but yeah. we call her Franken chick. <laughs>
1: Unique name for her, but she's she is the one that has always been the venturer the adventurer of the group she 's always figured out how to get out of the our little chicken yard and she finds herself in our machine shed all the time and
0: that 's where she, she likes laying she, eggs She
1: likes to lay eggs in the machine shed in the corner where the hay's at, and we 've been sort of collecting her eggs there for a while, and she 's been there for a while. Well, we stopped collecting them. And we just stopped collecting them. And now, she's now almost on week two of sitting on them. And so we have and this new adventure. I've, we've never had a broody chicken that has we've allowed to sit through. Because we decided to let her sit through. And um, don't know what to expect from it. Don't know what's next. So I've got a lot of research I need to get done to find out. If- it
0: doesn't look like she has moved one bit off that nest. No,
1: she hasn't. We've been feeding and watering her and right, just putting it right down in front of her. I don't think she's moved at all in two weeks. She's still alive because she talks to to us and everything. You get close,
0: she starts doing a a slow little, or a low little cluck.
1: Yeah, and we've put a cage around her too just to protect her from any potential varmints that are in the area since she's not really where the dogs can see her to keep her safe. And so, um, but once... Once they hatch, if they hatch, because I don't know, we'll I don't see. Know. Um, I don't know what the next step is. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to have to figure out if you know. Do we, yeah? When do we put them back in? So yeah, it's 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 a fun learning experience. It's you know.
0: And she's one of our green egg. Yes, layers.
1: yes. So yeah, she she lays the green egg. So we'll see, we'll see what we get from this. Will be interesting
0: yeah she uh we wound up getting her originally with a bunch of other uh it was our first bunch of meat birds Mm -hmm. and uh down at rural king they had some birds that were getting a little bit too old no one wanted to buy them so they were just the gal was just making us a deal left and right throwing more birds in a box and she was she was one of them she was just a little little chick but as the uh Cornish Cross grew bigger and bigger and bigger. She stayed very small because she was not one of these, you know, meat birds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, uh, but she uh, she had her crop was full of food and it was sticking out weird. And we didn't know that that's where the crop was, the first stomach. And it, it looked like something was wrong. And you know, and and she wound up being called Franken Chick because. <laughs> <laughs> and it's stuck but we call her Frankie too so Frankie <laughs> sounds good but she's she's actually Franken chick so <laughs> <laughs> oh but let's see um uh now the next next thing here we want to talk about is a place for everything
1: yep because now that we're here um, we still have you know trying to put down, put together everything we can only do so much at a time so we kind of pick our projects and um the lodge uh, well it's just migrating our stuff with the farm stuff and just trying to make sense for everything because we have a little bit of bee stuff here a little bit of bee stuff there a little bit of camping stuff here a little bit of camping stuff there so we just need to figure out where everything is going to be going now that we're here trying to make sense of everything and so we we have three potential well two things that we on our Plate right now that we want to work on is one the lodge and just uh Larry's to be
0: putting in electricity. We have electricity to it. It's it's a pole barn that's a uh uh Gramble style barn, so it's got a big hay mount which is gonna be our attic. Mm-hmm. Uh so we have electricity and a big breaker box in there. Uh and I just need to get the lights lined up in the uh upstairs part as a priority and get that so it's on a switch at the stairs and then start the lighting downstairs but then we also uh, uh, will be building shelving Uh, i've explored different designs and stuff like that and i found one that i really like and if we get it all laid out our shelving space is going to be about 1,000 square feet whenever I'm done. Awesome. So that'll give us a, a good place for a lot of stuff that'll be in Rubbermaid tubs so it's nice and organized. And Right. And yeah. uh, so looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, so then we can use the bottom part for what we want. We want to use it to where, well, if we need to put cars in, we can. But we're basically using it for like a, a party room. Yep. We're going to have an extra a refrigerator and stove in there, and just um, an extension of entertainment when we right. have uh, parties and family over. So we're looking forward to getting that together. It's just, it's, it's just not been able to be on our plate yet because we had so much stuff that we needed to prioritize. Mm-hmm. And then part of what's in there was, uh, is on one side I have all the camping stuff, which we kind of know where we want to put the camping stuff now, and which means we have to make a place for our fishing stuff. So now we've got a what we're going to call the boat house. <laughs> yes, <it's, laughs> which is just a little shed basically. Yeah, it's
0: it's, it's a plastic type shed uh-huh. that uh, uh, that we've acquired, and it's uh, uh, you know you put it together, and that's where we're going to keep the the fishing gear and the um, paddles and life jackets and. Yeah, have that out by the pond. Yeah,
1: and we want to make a little uh, rack so we can put the canoe and the and the uh, kayaks, kayaks on on there too. So
0: and in that area, probably we'll have you know a boat dock. We've got two floating boat docks that are sitting on land, and uh, <laughs> so that's also a project to uh, to get into the water. Uh, and then we'll have a nice area where all that stuff is place yes. for those things
1: right we want to make us. we want to make a little bit of a sandy beach there not a big big thing but just you know an entrance to get in with the boats and like that mm-hmm. so and then just working on yeah where are we going to put other stuff yeah permanent
0: locations yeah, of things we've got a lot of sheds yeah. and we just need you know them organized so that you know this is where this is, and this is where that right. is. We have several grain bins, of which three we use for storage: a small one and then two larger ones and I think with uh, the design that I have for the um uh, shelving units that I, th- I can I can cut the the length in half because they 're going to be eight foot long. If I cut them in half and have them four, I think I can organize them around the circle of the grain bin and and that'll work good.
1: Oh well, that would be nice too, yeah. because one well again, just we didn't we just need to find locations for what we want to put things. This has been difficult when we lived in town. Mm-hmm. We had stuff stuff in town, then when we had the farm we had some over here, some over there. So it's just what works best for everything, and especially like the bee equipment is gonna be the big thing. Yeah. Is making sure we have a <clears throat> um, because when you need to get something
0: you don't want to go hunting for All a half right. an hour to find it.
1: Right. So, and so, yeah. So I think we're starting to put a plan together where we think things are going to work best. And so now it's just starting one by one implementing these plans. Yep. <laughs> so, and that's okay. That's okay. I mean, everything doesn't have to be done today. We just need to prioritize. We're starting to do a little bit of landscaping around the house. Mm-hmm. Um a little bit. You can't do it all at once. But that's okay. It's a fun and adventure. This year we work in this area. And next year we'll add another area. So and in about ten years maybe we'll have everything <laughs> where we want or we'll tear it all apart and start again.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but this is this kidding. is what
0: the whole project has been and what the podcast has really been about. It's restoring the farmstead. It's mm-hmm. it's letting it be a functional farmstead with large gardens, with animals, with fun, with recreation, uh, with fishing. I went fishing for the first time yeah. in like two years. Since we've been here, I've not gone fishing. And uh, uh, I I got a little $3 cane pole at Walmart. Yeah, they're not the best thing, but they, they were ones that like what my grandparents would fish with at times. And uh, I I... Thought, I'll see if I can catch any of these bluegills. And I was so excited. (laughs) I was so excited because I literally had the line in the water for two seconds and it went underwater. And I pulled out a bluegill. So I took it off and I threw it in a different direction to see how thick these are. I threw it in again. Immediately it was down. I think I caught seven or eight bluegill before I ran out of worms. (laughs) And uh, it was just so much fun. I think the longest I had to wait was seven seconds. So uh there's plenty of bluegill in there and we're going to be eating some bluegills. Okay. So, yeah. you know how to
1: fillet a fish? Yes, I do. Oh, okay.
0: Actually, a bluegill's too small you don't fillet it. You just pick the bones out. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's you don't eat bluegill like long john silvers. Um, all, right. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's it for the podcast today. Yeah. Uh we'll probably uh try to do one a little bit sooner. Uh, being we're right around the corner for June. So maybe in a week you'll get another podcast (laughs) (laughs) on our scheduled time. (laughs) Okay, everybody, have a great one, and we'll catch you later.
1: Bye-bye.